The Lord be with you. And with reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So let's talk about parables. A parable is a simple story about an ordinary event. Sowing seeds, pasturing flocks, wedding banquets. Now the problem with the simple story about ordinary events is that it can get boring very quickly. Think of your grandfather maybe telling you a little story. Yeah, I went out and uh, to the meander to the store and I didn't know how much money I had in my wallet. So I took out my wallet and I looked in it and it was a dollar bill. And you can see that the story is getting really boring. Unless, unless he throws in a little zinger. Yeah, so I took the dollar. I couldn't spend it on anything else. So I got a scratch ticket and I won a million dollars. Now what am I supposed to do at my age with a million dollars? And you can see that the story gets interesting really quickly. That's exactly what Jesus does with parables. Just when you're getting bored, just when you start to yawn or lose focus, Jesus throws in a little zinger. So let's talk about the buried treasure parable. So let's say, for instance, I wanted to buy a parcel of marshland and swampland down in Florida. So the guy that's going to be selling me the property says, well, it ain't worth that much. It's worth 100 bucks." I said, well, actually, no, it's worth a little bit more than $100. He says, why is it worth more than $100? He said, because there's a buried treasure in the property. He says, oh, well, I didn't know that. He says, what I'll do is now I'll factor in the value of the buried treasure and add it to the $100. And by the way, thank you so much for being honest. And I say to the guy, he says, well, honesty is the best policy. But that's not what Jesus tells us to do with a parable. He tells us to bury the treasure and don't tell the guy. What? Let's say, for instance, you're going to buy a refrigerator. So you go and you go to the cash register to pay for the refrigerator, and the guy says to you, well, that'll be $2. A brand new refrigerator? You're going to say something, right? I mean, you're going to mention that, but we want to check that out again? Why? Because we want to be honest. So why isn't Jesus telling us to be honest in the parable? And I'll tell you why. Because Jesus does not like buried treasure. Why doesn't Jesus like buried treasure? Because you can't help people when the money is buried into the ground. You can't educate kids when money is buried under the ground. You can't help the needy when money is buried under the ground. You can't make a difference in life when the money is buried under the ground. Remember the parable of the master that that gives his talents to his servants and two of the servants invest it and one of the servants buries it under the ground? Why would he bury the money under the ground? Well, it's really easy because in the ancient world, it's really easy to lose money. 
Burying it under the ground, no one can steal it. No one can even tax it. So let's say, for instance, the master comes back now, and he says to the first servant that he gave a talent, and he says, where's my money? He says, well, uh, well I'm sorry, but I, I invested it in the bank, but then somebody robbed the bank, and now the money's gone. And, and, the, and the master will say, you fool, what'd you do that for? Don't you know that everybody, that everybody robs the banks around here? So he goes to the second servant. He says, well, where's my money? And he says, well, I invested it in some grain in, in Egypt, and they put it in a boat, and the boat sank in a storm, and this, the investment's now on the bottom of the ocean. He says, you fool, didn't you know that this is a hurricane season? So then he goes to the third guy, and he, he says to him, he says, uh, where's my money? And he says, well here, well, here it is right here. And guess who's the hero of the story? The guy that buried the money in the ground. But that's not the way it happens in Jesus' parable. The guy that buries the money in the ground is the bad guy. He's the villain. Why? Zinger. Because Jesus doesn't like buried treasure. He doesn't like money that's buried. Because you can't help people when money is buried under the ground. In the ancient world, in the, in, uh, the uh, Israel, in the northern kingdom, they were really fortunate. They had great rainfall, rich soil. They made a lot of money in the northern kingdom because they were right on the trade routes and they could sell a lot of the food, so they got rich very quickly. And so the people in the northern kingdom said to themselves, gee, God really likes us. <laughs> he must really like us. He's blessing us with all of this nice stuff. So what are we going to do with all this money? I think I'll spend it on myself. So, so God didn't like that. So what God did is he sent Amos, the prophet, up to the northern kingdom to tell them, yeah, God blessed you. Yes, God made you rich. God gave you money. But the money's not for you. It's for you to help people with it. I'll close with this thought. There was a woman that sat down at a slot machine and pulled the lever. Maybe she pushed the button and she won a million dollars. As soon as she found out that she won the million dollars, she started to have thoughts. And of course, any of us who are instant millionaires, then one second, we're going to have thoughts as well. And these were her thoughts. She said, I'm going to give a better education to my kids. I'm going to help out some struggling relatives. I'm going to finally be able to make a good donation to my favorite charity. And she said to herself, for the first time in my entire life, I feel like I can make a big difference to people's lives. And that's exactly the attitude that the scriptures want us to have when God gives us good things, when God gives us financial help or, or talent or, or skill or some material means, the first attitude we should have, finally, I have a chance now to make a difference in people's lives. And that's the meaning of the buried treasure. So whenever God gives you something great, I want you to hear God saying to you, it's not for you! But so you can help people and make a difference in people's lives.